this won't be an easy task for Mr. Ray, by no means. You know, on his first few days on the job, he's already being confronted with criminal investigations, regulatory probes, and allegedly dealing with a loss of $1 billion of customer funds. As Christians, we were taught to be good stewards over our tithing and giving to the less fortunate. But when it came to our own personal finances and investments, we are clueless on what the Bible says. What does the Bible say about managing debt, leaving a legacy, investing, or even planning for retirement? We answer these and many other questions because we want to teach you how to be rich and righteous. If this is your first time to the show, we want to say welcome. If you're coming back for another spiritual refill, welcome back. I am A.B. Ridgeway, and this is Financial Advisors Say the Darndest Things. Welcome back. I am A.B. Ridgeway, a.k.a. Mr. Christian Finance, the host of Financial Advisors Say the Darndest Things in My Mom's favorite Christian financial advisor. As always, make sure that you subscribe so you're notified every time we release new episodes. And be sure to like and comment on this episode because your feedback helps us get better. And today, we have some good news out of kind of a bad situation. We recently discussed how the Democratic darling whose FTX cryptocurrency exchange collapsed this week amid reports of up to two billion dollars in missing customer funds was spotted Saturday in the Bahamas. FTX has recently underwent a 16 billion dollar implosion amid reports that co-founder Sam Bankman Fried had been funneling money to a sister trading company run by his girlfriend. And now there may be a glimmer of hope for investors as it's being reported by Reuters that the new CEO John J. Ray III has been called to clean up this mess after the company filed for Chapter 11 bankruptcy. Now, I know what you're thinking. If they're filing for bankruptcy, then why do they need a new CEO? I think a lot of people are confused around the word bankruptcy because they think it's a general term, but bankruptcy could mean a lot of different things. Just because a company is filing for bankruptcy doesn't mean the company is actually over. It really depends on the chapter under which they are filing. In this case, they are filing for chapter 11 bankruptcy. So just to kind of clear things up once again, I know a lot of people think of chapter seven bankruptcy, where all of their unsecured debt, like their credit cards are discharged. In most cases, this doesn't include like student loans and taxes. So what FTX filed is more closely related to chapter 13, where you have the opportunity to reorganize your debt, compromise with creditors and try to get back on your feet and recover creditors assets. And on top of that, you know, it's being reported that the company only had $900 million of liquid assets on the books and $9 billion in debt. Whew, that is a lot of borrowing, you know, filing this type of bankruptcy will allow them to decide to either liquidate the company, reconstruct the debt under different terms, or sell it themselves, and that's why they need a CEO. Now, if you want to hear more of the backstory, you can actually go to our podcast episode number 102, I believe, uh, titled CEO of FTX Resigns, Sam Bankman Fried Loses Billions as the company files for bankruptcy. Um, on that episode, I explained to investors what they can do to protect themselves. But back to the new CEO, Mr. John J. Ray III. Now, 
Does that name sound familiar? If you said he's a famous country singer from Tennessee, you'd be wrong. <laughs> but I would have to give you kudos for a good guess. He is actually not associated with country music at all, but he is no stranger to bucking horses. He is the infamous lawyer who oversaw the $23 billion bankruptcy of energy firm Enron Corporation. Yes, Enron. Now, if you're not old enough to know what Enron is, then you can simply Google Enron. For everyone else who has lived on this earth for longer than 20 years, knows what Enron is, what they were about, and the problems associated with Enron, and how it has turned a lot of investors off over that time period. But this is actually great news for investors because he's not notorious for ripping investors off. He's notorious for helping boost creditor recovery during the darkest moments of our investment history. This won't be an easy task for Mr. Ray, by no means. You know, on his first few days on the job, he's already being confronted with criminal investigations, regulatory probes, and allegedly dealing with a loss of $1 billion of customer funds. And of course, as a good CEO would, he is cooperating and working with law enforcement and regulators to make this as easy as possible. Also, according to the article by Reuters, it states that FTX has yet to provide the Delaware Bankruptcy Court with any of the information that is actually customary in the first few days after a bankruptcy filing, a sign that Ray and the company's lawyers are still trying to understand its operations and past transactions following its crash landing, according to Jared Elias, a professor of bankruptcy law at Harvard University. Ray, who was 63, on Monday declined to comment on his initial priorities as FTX CEO. When asked about his recent work, he pointed to his role in the bankruptcy of mortgage lender Residential Capital, in which he helped recover $1.8 billion for creditors by suing mortgage originators. Now, this is a good sign that FTX may be on the road to recovery as new leadership takes over. And one thing I really like about Ray and the position that he is taking is that he's not rushing into making some type of statement to get famous. He's really taking his time to learn the operations and figure out where this money is actually going, you know, finding out about past transactions, you know, wondering where everything went wrong. And this is the first step of being a successful investor. It's understanding, it's getting the knowledge, and that's why you're listening today, is because you want to get a better understanding of investing so you can make better decisions for you and your family. Ray's in the same position. He's coming over, he's taking over this situation, and he wants to make the best decision, even though there are some authorities who want answers now. And as they stated, it's tradition to have a certain amount of information after filing bankruptcy but he doesn't want to give any false information. So I love that about him being patient because a lot of our listeners here are taking over assets from their families, whether it's from a deceased father, mother, uncle, or auntie, or, or other family members or friends. And sometimes we rush into decisions because we feel like we need to do something. So I want you to take this example. I want you to pause. I want you to take a deep breath. I want you to plan. And I don't want you to rush because the future 
of the company and the future of your family really depends on how prudent you are when making those decisions. You know, it says in Exodus chapter 18, verse 21, moreover, look for able men from all people, men who fear God, who are trustworthy and hate a bribe and place such men over the people as chiefs of thousands, of hundreds, of fifties, and of tens. See, it is about putting the right people in the right seats. Sam Bankman Fried was not the right person for the seat. God understood that money would be the fall of many men, and I think that's why money is the second most talked about subject in the Bible behind the kingdom of God. You know, it says, place such men over the people as chiefs of thousands. But what type of men did he say? Those men who are trustworthy and hate a bribe. And this bribe is not just the ones they receive, but the ones they give as well. It is being reported that some of the money was given to a sister company ran by his girlfriend. So is this ethical? Is this somebody that you can trust? Somebody who is going to use bribes to, to grow their business? You know, that's not right. And he should be stepping down. These are not the types of people that we want in leadership. So, so what is the lesson that we can learn from this? One is leadership is the cornerstone of financial success. If you're listening to this show, you're either the decision maker in your family or you want to be. But regardless, if you're in the position of working toward that position or you're already in that position, you need to improve your leadership skills. And the first step is to forget about the money. Yes, get amnesia. <laughs> when you focus on the dollar amount, you are emotionally invested and it may cause you to make decisions that are not in the best interest of those you are being called to lead. Understand this, in investing, we make decisions logically and we justify them emotionally to the best of our ability because we're not rational beings. God should always be our focus and not the money. And those who trust you will depend on you to act in their best interest and not be swayed by the temptation of great wealth. The next thing we want you to take away from this is too much debt can break you. As I said before, it'll state that $900 million of liquid assets were there, but there were also $9 billion in debt. And this collapse was bound to happen at some point, if not now because of the investigation, but later because of the business practices. And this is the illusion we see on social media as well. You know, our friends have these nice cars, the nice houses, the degrees on the wall, you know, vacation pictures that they take. And you start to question your position in life, not knowing that that same couple is hundreds of thousands of dollars in debt. And on the outside, they look fantastic. It looks beautiful. It looks glamorous. It looks luxurious. But inside, that debt is a heavy burden on their heart. You know, it says in Proverbs chapter 22, verse 7, the rich should rule over the poor and the borrower is a slave of the lender. Now, you cannot be rich and have a negative net worth. You know, debt management, whether it is real estate debt or credit card debt, is crucial for success. Then the last thing, I want you to be a decision maker. You know, FTX is blessed to have John Jay in the leadership position because in the investment world, you need decision makers. We speak on the planning portion a lot, but all the planning in the world will not help you become successful if you don't take action. You know, the article also states that 
Attorneys who worked on Enron's bankruptcy, one of the largest in history, said it resulted in a better than expected outcome for creditors thanks to Ray's doggedness in clawing back money based on claims of fraud, accounting, malpractice, and preferential payouts. I have seen him go head to head with some of the most prominent people in the industry, said John DeNero, an attorney who represented the Enron entity charged with recovering money for creditors. John doesn't blink. I think we all need to adopt a little bit of doggedness, which according to the Cambridge Dictionary, is a great determination to do something, even if it is difficult. It is this mentality of doggedness that's going to make us successful in anything that we do. So as far as FTX is concerned, obviously we're going to be praying for them. We hope that the creditors and investors find some relief now that they have some good leadership someone who's going to make great decisions and is going to take care of the debt. We'll be following the story closely, and if there are any significant updates, we'll be sure to loop you in. As always, this commentary is not to judge anyone. We're not here to laugh. We're here to learn. Everyone makes mistakes, and this one didn't just impact Sam Bankman Fried. It impacted many trusted investors. It's sad to speak on these subjects, but we need to hear from them so you can protect yourself because I love my listeners and you deserve the truth. I hope that you've been blessed. If you've enjoyed this episode, be sure to like, comment and share. Also, if you're not subscribed to our podcast, go to www.abrwealthmanagement.com backslash podcast and join our family. And as a thank you and as a thank you, we will give you a free gift. If you need help building your financial plan, information to speak with us will be given right after the show. So please stay tuned. I am A.B. Ridgeway, Mr. Christian Finance himself, and I'll see you on the other side of your blessing. I hope that you've been blessed. As always, this episode was created by A.B. Ridgeway, owner of A.B. Ridgeway Wealth Management, a virtual and in-person fee-only advisor that believes that financial advice should have God in it. If you need help figuring out your finances, feel free to reach out to us at 337-414-3686 or visit our website at www.abrwealthmanagement.com and schedule a free consultation. New episodes are available every Friday, so be sure to subscribe. You can also listen to our podcast on your favorite platforms, Amazon Music, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and more. Or simply visit our website and join our family. I am A.B. Ridgeway, and I'll see you on the other side of your blessing. Elijah Ridgeway is an investment advisor representative and owner of AB Ridgeway Wealth Management, LLC, a registered investment advisor which produces a podcast show and makes it available on his website and through other distribution channels. Elijah Ridgeway and any guests on the podcast are providing their own views and opinion are not necessarily the views and opinions of AB Ridgeway Wealth Management. Nothing on the podcast should be construed as solicitation or offer or recommendation to buy or sell any specific security. Investment advisory services are only provided to investors who become AB Ridgeway Wealth Management client pursuant to a written investment management agreement. Clients of AB Ridgeway Wealth Management may hold positions and securities discussed in the podcast. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. All investments involve risk and may lose money. Financial advisors say the Darn Esteemed podcast is for informational purposes only and should not be relied on for any investment decisions. Instead, please consult a financial advisor, accountant, attorney, and or conduct your own due diligence.